Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Sitting Still Like a Frog, Mindfulness Exercises for Kids and Their Parents. Has your child ever burst with emotions? How did you handle that situation? Do you know how to help your child to deal with difficult emotions? Alina Snell, the author of this book, has a son that went through a period of bad temper. He would wake up in the morning and then go down the stair, panting heavily and yell at her, I told you I didn't want anything to eat, but you put out a plate anyway. Where did you leave my school bag? You always put it in the wrong place. Now I'll be late for school, and it's all your fault. He would then rush to step out and slam the door shut with a loud bang. Certain skills can have a great deal of influence on a child's life, including how to deal with negative feelings, get along with other people, and concentrate. After 10 or perhaps 20 years, the knowledge they acquired at a young age may be outdated as science progresses, but these skills will accompany them throughout their lives. So how are we supposed to improve a child's concentration and ability to handle difficult emotions? Mindfulness for Kids provides an answer to this question, by teaching them to practice mindfulness. The author of this book Alina Snell is an expert in mindfulness training for children. She has spent over 20 years developing mindfulness training courses, which she has been teaching children for 12 years. In addition, she is the founder of the Academy for Mindfulness Teaching in the Netherlands. This academy focuses on training instructors to teach children mindfulness practice techniques. Be it young children or even teenagers about to hit puberty, Snell has a tremendous amount of experience in helping them practice mindfulness. Her methods have shown great results. Mindfulness for Kids is a fun and honest book and is not preachy at all. It gives us a set of simple and practical methods to help children playfully practice mindfulness as a part of their daily lives. These methods help them reduce stress and gives them an improved set of life skills. It also helps improve their levels of concentration and emotional control without them even noticing. Next, we will divide the book into three parts to have a better understanding. Part 1. What is mindfulness for kids? Part 2. How can we improve a child's ability to concentrate? Part 3. How can we help a child handle difficult emotions? In order to understand what mindfulness for kids is, we must first see what mindfulness is. John Kabat-Zinn, a pioneer in the use of mindfulness to reduce stress and heal oneself has defined it as the practice to cultivate awareness and attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. According to Alina Snell, mindfulness requires us to have an open and friendly mindset to understand what happens inside and outside our bodies. This means that we should be aware of the present and refrain from making any type of judgment. Being mindful means to feel the sun on your skin, salty tears rolling down your cheeks, a ripple of frustration that goes through your body. Be it joy or misery, mindfulness encourages you to experience them as they are without doing anything or having an immediate reaction or opinion. Raising our children with mindfulness means that we as parents should first pay attention to our own bodies with a mindful attitude. We should remain calm in the face of negative emotions and deal with negative thoughts. All of the stressful situations that occur while raising our children should be dealt with peacefully. 
we must first be proficient at mindfulness before helping our children to practice it. Empirical evidence shows that parents can unconditionally accept, appreciate, and pay attention to their children by practicing mindfulness. This also enables children to accept their emotions, thoughts, and bodies. These factors contribute to a harmonious and positive interaction between them and their parents while promoting the healthy growth of their body and mind. Let's look at one case from the book. Dan has two particularly naughty children. Every time Dan's phone calls were interrupted by one of his children asking for sweets, or when they screamed because they couldn't fix a problem by themselves, Dan couldn't help getting angry with them. As a result, he ended up quarreling with his children, raising his voice, and telling them to do as he said. Afterward, though he would feel very ashamed of his actions. After having gone through a period of mindfulness training, Dan is now able to control his reactions. Even if he still gets angry, he no longer has immediate and automatic responses to these types of situations. Before speaking or doing anything, he reminds himself to first focus on his breathing. This way, he can prevent himself from having an automatic response out of frustration, become more peaceful and treat his children more gently. The author of the book Snell brings up a vivid analogy about our feelings and thoughts. She compares those feelings and thoughts we have when facing stressful situations to the ocean waves. We can't make waves stop, but we can learn how to surf them. This is the core principle behind the practice of mindfulness. We should be just like Dan. Despite getting angry, he has learned how to deal with his anger and live with his emotions in perfect harmony. When learning to surf, the most important step is to just stop and observe. The moment we stop and pay attention to the details in our surroundings, we will become aware that problems aren't inherently caused by situations, but by how we chose to deal with them. When interacting with their children, parents must first deal with their own negative thoughts and emotions with mindfulness. Only then should they communicate with them. This way, parents can teach them to face life's problems with mindfulness. Therefore, they need to practice the principles of presence, understanding, and acceptance. Presence enables you to simply be there, in contact with this moment. No matter what happens, we must face our problems with an open, curious, and generous mind to wholeheartedly stand with our children. Hold their little hand in yours, and be there in all their moments of sadness, anger, happiness. There's no need to make any judgments. Being fully present is enough. Understanding enables you to better relate to our children and see the world through their eyes. We must put ourselves in our children's shoes when there is an unexpected turn of events. We have to think about what is happening right now in our child's inner world, what they are thinking, and what they really need. We shouldn't do that from our own point of view. If we do this regularly, we will gain a deeper insight that we might never have had before. At the same time, we will be closer to our children. Acceptance is the inner willingness to recognize your child's thoughts and feelings in the same way you recognize your own without trying to change or manipulate them. We must also refrain from excluding or rejecting any aspect of either our child or ourselves. However, acceptance is not the same as putting up with everything. To put up means that we disdain something but have to force ourselves not to show it. However, acceptance comes from the deep realization that we shouldn't judge our children by their actions. We should be willing to accept everything with all our hearts. 
These three qualities will help us look at our children for what they really are instead of what we expect them to be. By doing this, we can have a more intimate connection with our children and provide them with a safe haven to find refuge in regardless of the situation. Parents who manage to take these three principles into account will make the arduous task of raising a child much easier. Both parents and their children will see changes happen naturally. In order to raise our children with mindfulness, both parents and kids must practice constantly. So what do we need to pay attention to when we practice mindfulness? Dr. John Kabat-Zinn notes down a few things for us. He believes that parents shouldn't impose their own expectations and enthusiasm on their children. Being too much enthusiastic or having too many optimistic expectations can be counterproductive. It may also push the child away from mindfulness. More importantly, this kind of pressure goes against the non-goal-oriented essence of practicing mindfulness. In addition, parents also need to pay attention to the following. First, the practice should be done regularly. Mindfulness just like any other kind of exercise needs practice to be perfected. With that in mind, it's best to set aside a specific time a few times a week for practice. This habit should be maintained. Secondly, during practice, we should stay relaxed and have a playful attitude. In case the child is unwilling, it would be better to try it another time. We have to be patient with our children and shouldn't pay too much attention to outcome and results. And finally, we must not forget to express appreciation. Expressing appreciation and giving adequate support will make children more engaged when they practice. After the child completes their exercise, we should ask them about their experience. However, if they aren't willing to share, that is also okay. That's all for the first part. We now know that parents should first learn how to face life with mindfulness, and only then they can guide children to practice it. That is what raising a child with mindfulness entails. When interacting with children, parents need to practice the principles of presence, understanding, and acceptance. Finally, when teaching a child how to practice mindfulness, parents should pay attention to a few things, regular practice, relaxing and playful attitude, and constant appreciation. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.